Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. Well, we, like all of you, have started to adjust to our new reality during the world of COVID. We're also gearing up for, hopefully, what's going to happen when our kids go back to school, hoping that will last. And we're also going to give a little update today on Heart of the Home podcast about our quarantine project list, how it's coming along, and some upcoming fun things happening around here. Hey guys, I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about today's sponsor, Stag Design. Stag Design gives you beautiful products you can mix and match effortlessly to create your perfect home. Use the code HEARTOFTHEHOME for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two Gs. How's it going, Mr. Stag? It's going great. It's going great. Yeah. Really? Feeling a bit rested. It's a Sunday when we're recording this, and I've had a little bit of sleep, so feeling a little better. <laughs> really, I'm feeling more stressed than than I have in a while. That's true. Usually, when I'm rested, you aren't, and vice versa, because you know it's a zero sum game. There's only so much rest that gets to go around <laughs> this house. <laughs> yeah, I tend to get more stressed on toward the end of the weekend usually because I can feel the mountings pressure for everything I need to do that next week. And I know that I'm realistically not going to get most of the things that I need to get done done. That's just what life is for me lately. (laughs) I was trying to explain to John, the person that I am (laughs) needs to feel productive. I'm a list checker offer. I'm a someone who like prides themselves at being working toward goals, checking things off, getting things done. And I am not that person right now. And I think I'm experiencing inner turmoil. (laughs) Well, I think that's probably a really common feeling among most people these days. I I hear that productivity has just gone way down for pretty much everybody in this COVID era uh, because there are so many demands on our time and things are frankly, harder to get done right now. So I'm I'm sure a lot of people feel that same way. I certainly do. Except for people who don't have kids. Well, maybe even them because they're not, you know, in the same type of work environment often. So I'm sure everyone's affected a little bit differently, but yeah, who knows? I know for us, yeah, it's definitely affected our productivity. (laughs) It's been hard. Our employees, bless their hearts, they're constantly like, so... What can we do to help you? Because <laughs> you know all those deadlines. Can that you I committed take something to? off your plate? Because they're not can, meeting them. They can tell every time they talk to me, like my eye is twitching and my head. You know, I'm like feeling a little frazzled because I'm just not able to get as much done, and that is very frustrating. But we are hopeful because it's the final countdown to school starting. Our kids actually go back to school later than most of the kids in Utah. Our kids don't go back to school until September 9th. That is a long time. Which feels like six more months away. 
It really does. And they are, for the first time, as anxious to go back to school as we are for them to go back to school. We are all feeling the same way, I think. Especially our little five-year-old, Anna. She loves a routine, Mm -hmm. right? Like, she She loves structure. structure. She wants, like, she wants to know what her day is going to look like. She likes to know what to expect. And this has been hard for her. Yeah. So, we are feeling cautiously optimistic that our children are actually going to go back to school. I do have very real fears, though, that the rest of the state is going to start school and then it's going to trigger this like chain reaction of events and everything's going to shut down right before our kids go back to school. Because worrying is what I do. <laughs> we'll see. I'm optimistic that we'll find a way through it. It won't be pretty and I'm not sure exactly how, but... I sure hope we can find a way to keep them in school. We hope so. So we're we're feeling like there is a little light at the end of the tunnel. Or not, not end. In the tunnel. In the deep black tunnel that we've been in for the last <laughs> six months. There's a light shining up ahead. And it's school. We're very hopeful that our kids are going to go back to school. We're all sick of each other. So we Je- all need a little break. So, Jen, how, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just tell us how you're feeling these days. <laughs> it's been a little rough. Um, I think you, people are getting that. <laughs> you know what else COVID has done is it's highlighted. I think everyone has noticed this, which is why Home Depot's business is booming. Garden centers have been selling out. Everyone is sort of feeling this itch to finish projects is because spending so much more time at home has highlighted a lot of things that are dysfunctional about homes, especially in our new reality, right? So a lot of people are ordering desks for their children, right? Like they're setting up homework stations. We went to a very intimate outdoor wedding last night and we were talking to some really good friends who have kids that are the same ages as our kids, actually exactly the same age. And they were like, yeah, we have this really beautiful front room. And that was like my space where the kids never went. And now it's filled with three little desks and a homework chart. And, you know, because this is what life is now. Like, Our house is a disaster. We have no control over, you know, those spaces that were kind of sacred before. What flaws do you think? I already know what you're going to say because it's the same things probably I'm going to say. But what flaws do you think COVID has highlighted about our house? Uh, Well, we're lucky to have decent sized office space that we're sitting in right now. But it's not like in a separate part of the house from Mm -mm. everything else. It's Mm -mm. right next to like the main play family area in our basement. Um, and the door that I installed doesn't <laughs> shut properly, <laughs> I'll admit. It's something that I've needed to fix, and it won't take much to fix it, but I haven't fixed it, even through COVID. And so we can't lock the door, so the kids just barge in whenever they want to talk to us. It's not that we want to lock our children out, but oh, sometimes when you're in the middle of a <laughs> conference call or a Zoom meeting, and your child comes screaming through the door... yeah. Which I think pretty everyone's pretty understanding about it, but it happens every single It'll probably day, happen multiple times this a day. It will probably happen during <laughs> this recording. One of our children will come in and have a very urgent question about something that could totally wait. 
or they'll be fighting about something because everyone's getting on each other's nerves or it just, yeah, this is just what it is. You know, the flip side of that is though, you know, I, I really enjoy being home most of the time because I'm able to work and the kids can come in and talk to me for a little bit and just have that interaction. And I think especially for our younger two girls and they just want to like come in and see, okay, dad's here. I can touch him. I can talk to him and I know he's here. And that seems to be comforting to them that I'm there. And now when I'm leaving the house, cause I'd go into the office maybe once or twice a week, um, mostly to get some peace and quiet if I really need to focus. And they don't like that. They'd much rather that I was in the office, even if they don't plan on talking to me much or doing stuff with me during the workday, they would much rather that I was there at home. Sometimes Vivi just comes into the office and gives us each a kiss and then walks out. That's yeah. it. She just comes in, gives us a kiss and says, I love you, mommy, and then walks out. And and we love that, of course. And I think for her, that's like comforting to know that yeah. we're here. And so it, it's definitely, I would say it's more good than bad, but there are there are challenges that come along with that if oh. you'd really need to focus or if you're on a, an important conference call. Uh, so if we had a, a on office space that was over a garage or in kind of a separated part of the house, that would be maybe a little bit easier to manage that. Yeah. I also think our children just naturally bug me more than they bug you. Bug's not the right word. They ask me more questions more frequently than they do you just by the way that our family structure is set up, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are certain things that I just handle and take care of. And there are certain things that you just handle and take care of. But most of the things that I just handle and take care of pertain to our children. So they, if you're working down in the basement, they don't come in and bug you quite as much. If I'm working downstairs in the basement, (laughs) they are like, in and out of here constantly <laughs> for certain needs they think of you before they think of me and yeah. those are often the needs that they need met all the time even if you're here <laughs> they'll come in and be like mom um can i have a snack it's like well daddy's out there no will you get me a snack i want you, I want to, you to get me a snack and it's like daddy is just as good at getting snacks <laughs> but no and i almost i almost almost never send them in to talk to you <laughs> Usually I'm trying to meet their needs before they come in. I think that's probably the biggest flaw that COVID has pointed out about our home. It's just that our home office working situation is not working. It's It needs some adjusting. It's not perfect. And it's not perfect. And I'm not, we're still not really sure how to fix that. We've talked about a bunch of different options. Do we get an outside office space, which John's pretty resistant to, but we do need a place to meet with clients, get some work done, have some peace and quiet. Yeah. So we don't really know what the right solution is yet. Right. We're still We're going back and forth one. and back and forth and back and forth on, on what the right next step is. I also wish our home had a little bit more space for the girls to play inside. I think we'll feel that in the winter for sure. It's been really nice to have an outdoor space um, and a backyard that we've invested a lot in. And that works really well when the weather's good. So in this in the winter when it's snowing outside, we'll see what kind of limitations the interior has. We're gonna have some problems, I think, in the winter, but right now it's it's doing okay. Let's talk about our quarantine project check-in. 
because coming into this thing, we were like, guns a blazing. We've got all these projects we're going to get done. We're going to make the most of our time. I spent a lot of money at the lumber yard, just Mm -hmm. buying lumber for different Mm -hmm. projects. And yeah, because we were like, well, we just better get all the stuff that we need for all of the projects on our list before everything goes out of stock or shuts down again. Because of course, in like two or three months, I'm going to get like 10 big projects done, right? That was realistic. That we had been totally putting (laughs) off. Well, had you not had work not been so demanding and our children had been in school, we yeah. probably would have gotten them all done. Yeah, homeschooling really threw us for a loop. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough stuff. And that's, that's my fear heading, like every other parent on the planet, basically, that's my fear heading into the next school year is that they're not going to be in school anymore again and then we're going, when then what are we going to do? We're going to deal with that all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, we're not I the only ones, luckily. I like, I can't even think about it too much because it just like gives me hives. So let's go back to um, a project <laughs> check-in, shall we? So the first big project that I want to discuss is the garden church. Mm-hmm. It's the first project that we completed during quarantine. We got that yeah. baby done pretty fast. Yeah. Or not fast, but early on. Right. Right. I'd say um, it was pretty fast. Yeah, it was awesome. And it's still awesome. And it's finished. And what do I do every day, John? That's your Zen place. Whenever she's being bombarded by the kids and needs some space, I can find her out in the garden church to get some quiet and some peace. To get some quiet and peace. And um, pretty much every day I go into the garden and I pick things for dinner. We've been eating, today we had turkey sandwiches with We didn't get the turkey from the garden church. No, we didn't. But we got the lettuce and the tomatoes from the garden and... Yeah, it's been really nice. It's fun. I I swear there is nothing more satisfying than eating something that you grew. We're also learning a lot, and we knew we would this first year. I think we'll be better at it next year with some of the tips we're learning. Probably plant a few different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's been a ton of fun. It's been really fun. Okay, how's the playground? So I started building that about a year ago. Uh, and then it sat there half built with like a gaping hole in the side. Not so <laughs> super, safe. Super dangerous. Uh, luckily, no one got hurt on that. Um, but finally, finally was able to finish building the structure as it was intended to be built last weekend, which was very gratifying to finally see that built. And now we plan to modify it. But at least now it's safe. It's fully built. It's there. We also had been going back and forth on what to do with the ground around the playground. We've talked about this on here before, but we didn't want, I was totally against doing rubber mulch, which is a lot of people do on their playgrounds and like, but what is going to happen with rubber mulch in our yard, if we did it, would be that the rubber mulch would not stay in the playground. Mm -hmm. It would end up all over the grass. It would end up in my house. It would end up on the patio. It would get in my kids' clothes. It would literally be everywhere. Yep. Um, And so I was anti-rubber mulch. So then we went to AstroTurf or artificial grass. And I still really love that idea. But with our current setup, the playground is so close to our natural grass. It would have been weird to have it butt up against 
real kind of grass. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just would have, you would have been able to tell artificial grass versus real grass, but in a future yard or a future house, that may that be work. a great yeah. solution. Then we went to playground tiles. Why didn't we do playground tiles? Um, it was going to take like three months to get them here. They were and all they out were of stock. Really expensive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, that one's a bummer though, because I really liked that idea a lot. But it just, realistically, it just wasn't the right solution. So then we went to what we both feel really good about. We are going to do rubber playground mats built in underneath the swings and at the base of each slide. There's two slides. And then we're going to do um, a little paver pebble pathway that is going to lead from the stairs over to the playground mm-hmm. that will mimic sort of the style of the better pathways in our yard, which mm-hmm. will be fun. And then we're going to do grass, natural grass, yeah, all the way around the rest of it. Which means I need to dig trench in my backyard, which is like my most hated activity because everywhere you stick a shovel, there are tons boulders. of rocks and boulders. But yeah, it won't be too much trenching. We'll put some sprinklers in and then we'll be able to do all those different pieces of what will eventually be the ground cover. Mm-hmm. That'll be really nice to have done because the dirt, the kids just like fall in it and they're kicking it around and it's just a total mess. And that's when it's dry. It's a lot worse when it's wet. <laughs> so yeah, I'm over it. We're really looking forward to having that covered over. Yeah. When are you going to trench? Uh, maybe when it's not a hundred degrees outside, but it's not, it's not anymore. <laughs> it was every day this week. Yeah. It, it, we've had a little cloud cover the last few days, so it's been nice. Yeah. 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 So soon. That, very soon. Very, very soon. Yeah. Okay. okay. Soon is this great word that has no commitment attached to it. Almost no commitment. Uh-huh. I love that word. Okay. And then what <laughs> else is going to happen on the playground after that? Uh, well, we're still talking about exactly what we want to do. Um, the easiest part is just painting it a different color because it's kind of like a red wood color, which doesn't really fit our yard super well. Um, we want to make it look a little bit more modern. They have these kind of plastic window coverings on it that we hate, so we're going to find a another kind of interesting solution for that and some other, like, accessories here and there that make it look a little more modern. Yeah, it it comes with a lot of multicolor plastic pieces. Which Um, is fun, but not really our style. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I've made some plans to replace some of those pieces, paint other pieces, and then we're going to paint the whole playground black to match our black fence. So... It'll be awesome. And we've just got to, I feel like we just need to put our heads down and get it done. Yeah. Just get it done. It's, we need to just get it done. <laughs> it's yeah, I been think too the, long. The priority is the ground cover right now. And then once that's done, we'll have some time to breathe, I think, and just work on making the structure look a little better. Yeah. It'll be fun. Okay. Um, how about the gates? For the fence. I've wanted to get the gates done for a long time, and I don't know that it's going to take a ton of time when I'm able to finally work on it, but um, that's probably after at least the ground covering for the playground. Yeah. So we have these beautiful, this beautiful fence that John built. 
Um, you may remember the fence saga. It was a real saga. Um, but the fence is beautiful now and it's completed. But we have these two gates on either side. And we had a window of time to complete the gates. And the metal worker who was working on the metal pieces that we needed for the gate dropped the ball, didn't get them done, took forever getting them done. And then the window of time when we <laughs> had to work on those gates passed and now they just have gotten bumped and bumped and bumped. And I have been mocked by several different friends and family about how those gates look now because they almost look like it was a design choice not to have anything on oh, them. It's, it's so just weird. A, it's a metal skeleton and the metal is black. So they're like, so are you not going to put any wood on oh, this? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, no, we are. We just it's haven't so gotten ridiculous. around to it. We just haven't gotten around to it. And it looks so bad. Now my brothers, every time they come over, my brothers make fun of me about it. So that's probably the main motivating factor for me to get it done. Yeah. Because you don't even have to open the gate to walk through it. You just walk it. right through it. Yeah. You just walk through the metal piece, walk through the gaping hole. Unless you're carrying something that would be hard to fit through the hole, then you have to open it. We just need to get the gate done. It's such a joke. Okay. So those are not done yet. Yeah. How about string lights for the patio? Yeah. Not done. So (laughs) I kind of had the feeling that this podcast would be mostly you looking at me asking, why isn't this done? And why isn't this done? I know (laughs) why it's not done. I'm just, I think just going through our list of quarantine projects maybe is making everybody at home feel better too. Like, I think a lot of people went into quarantine with these great goals and these big to-do lists. And the reality of what quarantine actually looks like is a Mm -hmm. lot different than what I think we all hoped it would be. Oh, yeah. We're all going to be home with all this extra time. All this extra time on your hands. We're just going to bond as a family and sing Kumbaya and get tons of projects done. Learn another language. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, I want to punch anyone who says they're spending this time learning another language. Like, what? No, we don't have rub it been, in our faces all your extra time. <laughs> we've been, yeah, it's anyway. Okay, so no string lights yet. Laundry that, room. That really won't take long to put the string lights up. It's just been one of those things. Not a super high priority, but yeah. it will really, be really nice to get that done. The laundry room we've mentioned is the only room in our home that is not finished. The only room that we did not complete before we moved in. I mean, we've adjusted some things since we moved in, right? Like we gave our master bedroom a makeover, but the laundry room was, it's really unfinished. It's just like our washer and dryer in there and mm-hmm. nothing else. But we have made some progress. We have. Yeah. What what progress have we made? Um, well, I've started putting up the upper, I've put up all the upper cabinets and that was a challenge because we had a big pipe running along the wall where those cabinets go. So it was kind of an interesting challenge to figure out how to cut out portions of each cabinet to fit around that pipe and get them up on the wall and secure them. So I would just chipped away at it a little bit each night last week, essentially. And now those are up. So I'm just going to find a little time here and there and work on it. It's nice that it's just here and I can take half an hour and make a little progress. I think that's the way that we've had to mostly work on projects during this period is just a little bit here and a little bit there mm-hmm. and a little bit more. And eventually it gets done, yeah. right? If you think, oh, I have to have this huge block of time to do something, it's never going to get finished. 
But if you can do a little bit every single day, and even though it's going to take a lot longer, we'll eventually get it done. So the laundry room is is going along. Yeah. It's slow, but well, and that's definitely we'll get a done. project that we can do if it's snowing outside, right? Right. So I'd love to get it done before winter, but if we're spending time on those outdoor projects, prioritizing those, I think that's probably the right move. And then, you know, if I can chip away the laundry room in the meantime, great. If not, that can easily finish up, which is why it's taken five years, because I've said I can easily do that <laughs> next season. <laughs> but uh, at least we've started. So once I start into something, it's much more likely to get finished up. <laughs> some Some projects that we've kind of just like added on <laughs> to quarantine, organizing, because when I can't control anything about my life, I stress clean and stress organized. <laughs> yeah. Jen was telling me this week, she was so frustrated because she has so much to do with the business and she's just not making progress. And I was telling her, you know, we just kind of have to reset our expectations a little bit. And, you know, we may not be able to get 10 things done, but can we get one thing done or two things done a day? And I was thinking, yeah, she, that got through. I mean, she, that helped her, I'm sure, and and really resonated. And then I walked upstairs like a half hour later, and she was digging into completely reorganizing the pantry. <laughs> that was not on the list, <laughs> but no. But I I tend to feel when my surrounding when when my life feels out of control, right? Like I tend to gravitate toward things that I can control that will make things easier and and bring more order to my life. I don't know. Maybe that's counterintuitive. Mm. I cannot be the only mom out there who cleans everything when they get stressed out. Oh, I'm I'm the same way. I, I just want to clean all the things when I get stressed out. Because I can control how clean my carpets are. Exactly. I, I can't control the stress I'm feeling on some other project. Right. So <laughs> right. I vacuum out my car every week. I I have to make my bed every day. I'm like, I can't stand if things are unorganized. So during quarantine, I have organized my closet. Mm -hmm. I have um, now completely reorganized our pantry. And now I'm getting ready to launch into our food storage in the garage. Yeah, which is a total disaster. It's a disaster. Because yeah. everything in our garage is a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> our nice garage is, is really rough right now because we've been storing a lot of the project materials for all of the projects that we need all to get done. All the lumber that I bought in March. It's in been in the garage. garage. So that's like next on my, on my list is the garage, which really means it's, it's coming list. up on your list too. Yeah. So, um, and so, then, so how would you rank don't priority ask me to rank wise it. in this list that no, you just went through? I can't. That would really help. I can't. But then a little thing that we did that we would not have done probably if it were not for these circumstances of COVID were we bought a little desk for Ruby's room. Mm -hmm. Which she loves. Oh by my way. gosh. She loves it. You know, Ruby has, has really started going after home design. Mm -hmm. Girlfriend, she's eight, and she would watch HGTV shows all day, every day if we let her. Yeah. Over anything else. Like that's her favorite. And I was thing shocked. Like we showed her one of the renovation shows and she was like, I want to watch another one. And she sat there. If we had let her, she would have sat there for twelve hours I know, and just watched just back to back episodes. She also um keeps asking us if we can if she can redesign her room. Mm -hmm. And she's planned out pretty much every room in our next house 
You guys were not moving. As if we were moving. As if we were moving. She tells us every day, like, so, okay, so in the next house, um, can I have this in my room? And and in the next house, hey, girls, and she'll talk to her sisters, what what kind of bed do you want in her next house? Like, what, what theme are you going for <laughs> here? And she also has asked me to hire her as our designer for children's spaces, for right. stag design. Yeah. And she's serious. Someday, that will probably happen. That's right. Because she's good. She's good. She's got a really good eye already. Yes. So we gave her a little desk um, so that she has a quiet spot to do her schoolwork. If, it's not really if, when we get shut down again. It's an if. No, I'm optimistic. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about some upcoming exciting things happening, happening around Stag Design. If you have a September issue of Better Homes and Gardens, we're in it. Surprise! Surprise to us, too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, actually, until um, one of our followers um, messaged me on Instagram and showed me a picture of it and said, did you know you're in the September Better Homes and Gardens? So it's on shelves now. If you are a subscriber to Better Homes and Gardens, it'll be coming to your uh, mailbox, and it's talking about our bedroom and some beautiful shots of our bedroom that we made over just as the world was, well, it was before. It was right before the world shut down. Yeah, it was like February. Mm-hmm. Do that. Yeah. So anyway, that's exciting. And dropping a little hint, we have another fun magazine collaboration coming up very soon. It'll come out this fall that I can't talk about quite yet. John's looking at me because he I doesn't even what know. It is. Have you not told me? <laughs> I told you about it a while ago. It's been a while, but it's finally coming to fruition, and I'm really excited about that one. Um, <laughs> also, also, this is kind of. Unexpected and nice. The For those of you that live in Utah, you know this, but for the rest of the world, they probably don't know this. The Salt Lake International Airport has been going through a massive rebuild, and they've been building this amazing state-of-the-art airport, and they asked me to host the grand opening show. So that's exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. That'll be fun. Um, that's I wish coming I could up. go too. But. I know. That's coming up this week, actually, on the week that we're recording this. So it'll be fun. Yeah, for the day when we can all go back to the airport. (laughs) I can't wait to go see that place. (laughs) It's pretty beautiful. They gave me a tour uh, when, I mean, it's still under construction, but they gave me like a walkthrough with a, I had to wear a hard hat and glasses and a mask and the orange vest and all the things. And I got to, to tour around all the construction and it is Unreal amazing. Which like, is long overdue because our airport oh has been like back to the 80s. Every time you step off the plane, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, there's, there's a Salt Lake Airport again. After yeah. you've been to these other beautiful airports around the country. Well, I can say from firsthand walking through it that it is incredible. It's really amazing. So that's, that's awesome. pretty exciting and, and fun that they would ask me to host it. I'm really exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. Okay, we have a family RV trip coming up. Yay. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I don't really see myself as an RVer and definitely not as a camper. Oh, but I'm trying to keep an open mind. I've just spent the last 24 hours like looking at hundreds of different RVs to rent. So <laughs> we, have we hope so we found many, the right one. We have so many amazing national parks around yeah. us that it's time we start taking the girls to see them. So I'm really hoping that we all enjoy it, including myself, you because will. it would be, it would be fun 
to go and see more of the national parks. They do have hotels near those parks too. So if oh, this yeah. doesn't work out, maybe we can think about hotels. Okay. 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 We've been really busy actually with client work. Yeah. Which has been such a blessing and so exciting. And we have some great projects coming up and some new clients actually that just signed on. If you're interested in working with us, head over to our website. We have in our services section, we have a whole form that you can fill out and tell us about your project. And really our, our client project list is filling up for the whole calendar year. Yeah. So, Which we were not sure would happen. We had no idea what the rest of the year would look like back in March. Um, and so we've been very grateful to have some awesome clients yeah. bring us on and and we're, we're definitely going to be busy. And if you're not sure when to involve a designer, if you're not sure when you should involve us in the project, just reach out to us and start the conversation and we can tell you, okay, this is when a designer needs to get involved in the project. We always say the sooner the better. It's usually a lot earlier than most clients think, yeah. but they're grateful to bring us in as early as possible. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be super vague, which is super annoying, right? But we also have a fun new business venture that John and I have been working on for a while that we'll be announcing pretty soon here, probably this fall. That's going to be a really great sort of natural extension of Stag Design and will be a fun way for all types of people to work with us. We're really excited about it. So anything else you want to say about that? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) We're staying pretty tight-lipped about it at this point. But something we're not going to stay tight-lipped about is that we have several new Stag Design Shop collections launching very soon. We have more than one collection release coming up. And one of them is our new vintage artwork collection, which we have been curating these incredible vintage art pieces for quite a while now, for months. Um, And we've been putting them all together and... We're going to be releasing that soon. We have some new accessories and some new pillows dropping really soon. And my favorite thing about all of our collections is that old, new, they all kind of mix and match seamlessly so that you can create something that is uniquely you, that's easy to put together, that's seamless. I'm so excited about our new collections. Yeah, I think we view our job as curating collections of products that go together really well. And that's how we can add value, I think, for customers and clients is helping to put together packages of items that all work well together and and from collection to collection, making it all cohesive. So we hope everyone agrees. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. We had fun kind of going through the list and Reminding John about all the projects that we need to get done. Yeah, I had forgotten about a lot of those. So yeah, I'm, I'm I knew. Glad we talked about. This. I'm really glad that I could just bring him top of my. It's really helpful. Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to the Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.